Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, JB, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Hour two. Joe Cocozella will join us at some point I in this hour. Name. Joe Cocozella. <laughs> yes, sounds like a nice Sicilian, Sicilian boy. Based on the spelling, it should be Cocozello. <laughs> Cocozello, yeah. But it, uh, it should be Cocozello, but nobody pronounced like that in America. No. <laughs> they just don't. Except for Andy. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Now, little Ray Charles. Somebody's trying to cheer me up today. Another one of my heroes, Ray Charles. I love Ray. Oh, I do too. Just I'm snapping like fun. So, why <laughs> was his name Ray Charles? Does anybody know why his name is Ray Charles? Because there was a never. His real name is it. what? Ray Robinson. Yep. Smokey Robinson. There was Sugar Ray Robinson. Oh. A boxer. That's why he changed his name to his first two names, Ray Charles. Ray Charles Robinson is his real name. Your vast wealth of knowledge is You damn right. <laughs> yeah, see, my, I grew up on this music. You threw up on the music? No, I grew up on oh, it. Oh, you grew up on it. <laughs> I thought you said threw up, too. I did. No, I that's, what, you threw that's up what your shirt pocket's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Cassie threw up in my shirt pocket during like, the break. Like Fawn did. Yeah, I, re- I refuse to pick up any kid younger than, like, two. Oh, you're so weird. Or else they'll you're throw mean. up all over you. You're oh, mean. They don't yes, either. Yes, they do. Well, then you can just put you're on. mean to all children. That's why you just make sure you have a throw-up yep. towel every a time you pick cloth. them up. Mm-hmm. With it's my kids, thing. I just wore a drop cloth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> a I An artist smock. Well, yeah. I wonder why mothers don't use, like, barber, barber yeah. things. Well, I mean, That's a good I have, you know, I had all boys. So I had to learn how, like when I'm changing a diaper yeah. <laughs> to put oh, a yeah. shield yeah. up. Something and, or, yeah, I mean, I've had so thing. many yep. body fluids on me, and <laughs> it's, you know, but it's all fun. It's, it's good for your immune system. Look how healthy you are. part of being a parent. I do remember my grandma, Minnie, who was my mother's mother. I loved Minnie so much that when Tony was a baby, he peed in her face. <laughs> <laughs> She's changed and was like, yeah. Right yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Hey, well, there you go. <laughs> pee, pee in your face. That's, That's how you're supposed to, like, when you open the diaper for boys, you're supposed to just like, yeah. leave it over until they're done. Right. It works. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a learning curve. Trust me, I know. I, I suppose that is true. It's a learning curve. Yeah, my first one, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I broke them from the hospital 
bringing him home because he was perfect in the hospital. And as soon as we got home, I don't know what happened. I Maybe they switched my kids or something. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he would not stop crying. I'm like, and I looked at my mom. I said, Mom, I think he hates me. I don't know what's wrong. And I could not sleep. He would not. The only way he would sleep is if I'd hold him. Oh, here yeah. comes trouble. It's so, pretty normal. Rachel. Oh. How are you? Good. How are you? Marvelous. Things are good. Having me. You don't like to get up in the morning, do you? What's that? You don't like to get up in the morning. I've never cared for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's really overrated. Uh, it's, well, it's, it's phenomenal you could make it. We were, we were kind of missing you on the KQ morning show. and then, they, sure, they said it was optional, so I was like, oh, then I'll sleep, you know? No, I understand. I don't know. 6 a.m., yeah. No, no, no. She would have been on probably like 8.30 or something. Still. I don't blame you. I wouldn't get up either. <laughs> I I don't ever leave my house. Uh, you know. Well, you've been on the morning show before. I I think I have, yeah. yeah. And I don't go in to do that show. I just do it from my house. Because I'm not getting up that early to go into anywhere. <laughs> not yeah, usually they just list my press, but they were like, this one, it's up to you. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll definitely sleep. Wait, should I put these on? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to. You could do that. I like that. This one is just optional. Lewis hates me now because I moved out of the building. I used to be in the same building. I think it's just because they had me doing press all day. So they were probably just like, we'll let you sleep in since it's going to be. They're doing something else like at the club after this. Yeah. Are you doing anything? This is my favorite. This is the where. This is where I wish to be. Here we go. That's a good lie. This is the one I want to marry. (laughs) Are you doing uh, TV as well? Uh, Am I? No. 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 Why didn't I don't understand that. I really don't understand why TV, local television, they got nothing. I mean, they got the news, and that's about it, right? Yeah, and a whole bunch of foolishness. What would they be? I mean, you could just do like an afternoon entertainment kind of show, but with all the prep, I don't know how they would really promote a comedian. Every channel's got like Twin Cities Today or shows. I mean, I do a lot of the morning show, like TV shows when I go around, and and usually there's a lot of things happening, but it's all sort of amounts to nothingness. Yeah, there's like usually a lot of stations and running around and someone's cooking something, and Mm -hmm. yeah, and then they they run back and forth. I like to follow them to the stations. Good plan. Yeah, it's fun. Try things. Eat it. Eat like, you know, a new dish, a fun-loving taco. Why not? (laughs) I'll do anything. This is full disclosure. I'm going to tell you. Thank you. Tell me everything. Full disclosure. Yes. That if I went and and did a comedy tour around the com- a country, uh-huh. I would never do radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but most radio people are terrible. Well, they said radio. nice things about you on the way over. Actually, Brandon. Yeah. Well, well we see, paid him. He's like, he's really nice, and he's not going to ask you like typical the other things you get asked in every city. And yeah, Ooh. I mean, he said you were a you were a delight. You're lying now. No, this is true. <laughs> said delight. So, I said I. He said a series of things that amounted to a delight. Let's okay. turn the tables. So instead of because I'm not going to do it. So you ask me the questions you hate to be asked. Um. Okay. I, I couldn't. This is one I get after almost every. This is one from audience members, not even from from. Oh, uh, okay. But actually, radio sometimes they'll do it too. They'll be like, "I usually hate female comics, but oh. you're crazy." Oh my god, it's the worst compliment ever. Yeah, just trade out my entire sex and be like, "You're the exception." I thought usually. I'd hate you before you got here, and I but get I it don't. from women too. Like I get it from oh, other women. I'll be like, "Oh, I usually just can't stand a woman just running her darn yak." <laughs> <laughs> no one needs any more of that. But you, y'all tolerate it. That's wonderful. Um, I do get that one a lot. Yeah. And then it's just like, what's it like to be a woman? In co- and it's funny how m- much people ask me what it's like to be a woman. It's just hard to answer that question. I mean, I've, yeah, that's all I've ever been. But yeah. didn't Joan Rivers change all of that? I mean, she really, after Joan Rivers, it was okay to be an attractive woman and be funny. I, I mean, love she, Joan Rivers. Oh, she was she so was cool. unbelievably great. We used to have her on. I've interviewed her a couple hundred times. I always think about her quote where she said, life goes by fast, relax. It's all funny. Just yeah. relax, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, it's the proper way to live. I loved her. Yeah, I mean, she I, was hysterical. I was probably your age when she first went on, like the Ed Sullivan show and all that stuff. And yeah. to look at her and go, this is a beautiful woman who's very, very funny. And I thought, how did that happen? Because it didn't happen before. It's usually before. a cocktail of pain or something else. That we- <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what something it was? went awry at some point. Yeah. I'll ask you one really bizarre question that I'll move on because Catherine and I were watching an old TV show last night. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Phyllis Diller felt that felt it necessary to kind of ugly herself up? She's a very pretty woman. 
I think a lot of women did that. You always yeah, like, yeah, they did. Yeah, you always put on like a Paula Poundstone blazer yep. right yep. before you went. You always had to. I, I blazer a lot. Yeah, I didn't, grab a blazer. You didn't want to be threatening. Oh, you, you think that's what yeah, it was? Yep, absolutely. Mom's Maybelline. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's yep. Maybelline. She said yeah. one of the funniest yeah. things I've ever heard on the Johnny Carson show because she was sitting there, Mom's Maybelline. You know who Mom's Maybelline yeah, is. Yeah, Okay, good, because a lot of people don't know who she is anymore. Yeah. She's sitting on the dais on the Johnny Carson show. He goes, so, uh, Moms, let me ask you a question. Now, being a man, I don't know what it's like. Uh, what's it like to have a baby? He says, oh, that's very easy to explain to you, Johnny. What I want you to do, and do this right now for me, grab your lower lip and pull it over your head. <laughs> I thought that was Carol Burnett for some reason. No, that was Moms Mabley. Okay. Carol Burnett's another person I just love. She's just terrific. And they, you know, they went through a lot. I'm trying not to say bad words. I'm very focused on that. Okay, well, they went through a lot. This is to radio. Yes, too, I'm man. being good. Good, good, good. So good Jewish girl. Good. good Jewish girl. <laughs> But uh, really, I know that Jewish. I didn't know that. Oh, Feinstein! Now I'm gonna try. I'm trying to make myself look more Irish. So I'm going with Oh Feinstein. So Feinstein. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, movie. better showbiz name. Good movie. But uh, I know that like Joan Rivers went through. I mean, she went through like hell. You know, she just took a lot of nonsense. And I know Johnny Carson wasn't really that nice to her. He gave no. her a hard time. No, and right. yeah, and I I like I'll weep if someone says one mean thing. There's some guy named Mr. Twa Waffles that wrote, wrote a comment under my video that Mr. really hurt my feelings. Twa Waffle. Yeah, just like if you'll mm. anybody will write something on a video, and I'll I, I'll yeah I had a, I speaking of tacos. I know I brought them up, so I'm not really I'm kind of a callback to what I already said. But I had a soft taco thrown at me once. Like I've had what? some troubling times. Why? A, a bottle. That, and, a bottle? Yes. Somebody also threw me a note at me that said, go back to the kitchen. But he took this time to write it. <laughs> go back. Have you ever been in the kitchen? If he saw it, yes. Maybe it's not good. If he saw me in the kitchen, he would. no one's ever asked me to return from there. No one. Although. He's ever yeah. seen me operate in a kitchen. Oh, That's, Feinstein, I like that. So have you been asked how long you've been a female comic? Um, <laughs> it's just like being an asshole. Pretty much, basically. <laughs> like I should have, I should have laughed quicker at that. But that's how ludicrous, like half of it is, you know. Well, Dude, it's but. just like uh, they would ask, like Randall Cunningham, how long he had been a black quarterback. Yeah, how long you been a black quarterback? <laughs> well, that's amazing. Oh my god. And that dye job was a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That. That was Trying to understand the question. You know, that's the, that's my wife sitting next to you there, and 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 I will tell and, you, honest to God, I met her. She's eight aw. years younger than I am, and what nail? I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but she's very is beautiful. Very and I don't want you to make you feel unsafe, but very lovely. Thank you. I'll take a compliment. <laughs> well, don't look at me like that. Well, I, never, I was gazing I, I, at her too much, and I didn't want to be weird. I never thought I had a shot with her, so I understand what you're looking at. Yeah. I, don't say yes. You don't have to agree no, not with that, that. Not that you didn't have a shot. I but agree she's quite a beauty. She is, quite, she is a beautiful I was thinking she looks like an actress. But yeah. she's very funny, too. Yeah. She's got a great sense Sometimes. of humor. Sometimes. I feel it. When you feel like being funny. You know, your first... that. that comment that you made about you know listening to a woman yap have you ever seen that mar marvelous miss Maisel thing the yes, show yes I that was her it. opening line on her on her show so it yeah. was like yeah what did she say if i i didn't come here to listen to a woman yap i could have gone uh, i could have stayed home for that that oh, was her right joke. that's so funny that she said that on the show because i've had people say basically exactly yeah. that and how long shows. ago was that supposed to be based that was at 50s. least 50s yeah, in the yeah. 50s yeah. hasn't changed too much no so. i remember i was like and i was uh doing a road gig and they lost my luggage it was new year's eve it was like a very oh, like God. aggressively lonely oh. night it was like i was in nebraska and the club owner gave me like a university of nebraska sweatshirt to wear on stage so i was just you know, on on stage, twelve o'clock, doing the New Year's thing, and the audience was really drunk, and they weren't really listening. And then <laughs> I was just alone in my dumb, oversized sweatshirt that belonged to someone else. Just like, why did I choose this life? And then, and then this this guy goes, I don't know why I even bother listening to this. It's the same kind of whining my wife does. Same kind of whining my wife. Yeah, well, not many uh, I didn't feel like I was accent. whining. I thought I was telling some fun tales. I honestly. God, that's I'm, all he heard. I've never known a Jew that had the southern accent. Really? Yeah, because you just went with it. Ma wife. Well, she was in Nebraska. Well, I, I don't know that he was a Jew. Yeah. I think I was the only Jew in Nebraska. Well, I mean, but you did the, you did the accent perfectly. I just want oh, you to know. Oh, thank you. You just nailed it, I'm just telling you. 
Thank you so much. It's, it's a thrill. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I don't know. I don't know, Rachel, if I could put up with that. If somebody no. criticized me on stage, I would have to go down and punch him right in the face. No, you would not do well with I, that. I would life. not do well. No. Look at Brad. He's he like, yeah, you would. do it. I, see, why do people think that's okay to do? You're working. Does people come to their job and go, you suck? It's it's kind of fascinating. Well, sometimes I think people um, they're just very they're so drunk that they actually don't know where they are. Oh, yeah. So they are wondering why I'm talking to them. Like I think they're that drunk sometimes. I've always wondered why they bother buying a show, a, a ticket, a ticket right. to go see a comedian because they can get drunk probably cheaper. Yeah. Right. Because you have to pay for the show and your drinks. Yeah. So I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, I remember hearing this people on the way in. They're like, so these two girls, and they were like. So, like, um, how long are we going to pregame here at my show? Like, Why don't you just go to a bar to pregame? Exactly. Like, that's such a confusing plan. You should have you know? pregame before you came here, idiots. That would have been, been a wise decision. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I, I, I just, I've never understood that. I, well, Andy Kindler, you know Andy. Yes, he's hilarious. Andy I love Andy. Is a, I've known Andy for 25 years. He's a really good so friend. Funny. Last time we went to see him, and it was at Acme because he's going to be there next week, isn't he? Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah next week. I love Andy. He's, he's so funny. He is a phenomenal human being too. The only thing about Andy I will tell you is that now when I see him, because <laughs> you know some family members didn't do, aren't doing so well, and all the rest of it, so he always comes and hugs me, and it's just this really cool thing. Because he oh. feels kind of at home, and it's he it's has really such nice. a good heart. Andy. He does. He's he like a truly, wonderful. truly good, good person. He Him is. and his wife always like travel together, and they're just a fun yep. hang. And you could tell they're just good people. But you know? you'd never know on Twitter that he was a good guy. I know he goes <laughs> at people hard. <laughs> yeah, Andy throws know. down. He never I love mentions that his wife is with him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I, honestly, got about ten years ago, we were going to meet for dinner uh-huh. before his show, so. I hit there, and it's about one minute after the hour, and Andy comes running through the front door, and he's covered in sweat. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I was going to be late. I didn't want to be late. (laughs) Sweet a guy. I mean, he's just a one. I love him. But honest to God, he just, but last time, no, not last time. It was a couple. Remember that guy yelled at him from the front row? Were you not Where, there? Oh, it asked me. Some people have done that all blends together. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Andy's on stage, and you know how he does the deal with the with the uh, Red Bull? Yeah. Red Bull. You ever feel like killing yourself? Drink Red Bull. <laughs> so the guy sitting about as far away as she is, you know, because it acted me, they're right yeah. by the stage. The guy goes, why don't you? And Andy goes, what? He goes, why don't you kill yourself? <laughs> Jesus. So here's what Andy did. That's a hilarious retort. I went, Andy's, that's my son right there. Andy's Aww. godfather is an Irish guy, and he's six six, weighs about three forty, and he's very big. This is a very big guy, right? So Andy starts doing this. He's looking for for Fitz and me on the audience to protect Where are my him. Oh my god! But they did a wonderful job with that guy. That guy was gone. It was wonderful. Yeah, I remember at some clubs they'll give you like a phrase to use, you know. Ooh, I like that. Somebody was like, if you want somebody kicked out, just say, can you get me a soda? And of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're running over. I just felt too dumb in the middle of my set stopping to just demand a soda. But right. anyway. We'll be right back in two minutes more with Rachel Feinstein. Tonight, tomorrow, two shows at Acme. Right back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down 77 pounds, and in a couple of weeks, I'll do one more round to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, July 23rd at 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is it's just so easy. I am never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, too. That's important. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on July 23rd. Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. If you are a homeowner, you do not want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop 
where we are going to teach you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner. Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling 763-401-SOLD or by visiting sellerworkshop.com. This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry and call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free ticket. So call now, 763-401-SOLD or visit sellerworkshop.com for times, locations, and to secure your free ticket. Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare-bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. And you're playing all my favorites, though. Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, Chuck Berry. Why can't you be true? Same high school. Yeah, you went to the same high school you did, didn't you? Many years apart, but same high school. (laughs) That's true. Do you know how he used to act when he used to show up, right? Yes. He was not a pleasant man. Really? He would walk in uh, with a woman on each arm. Oh, not his God. wife, either Stars. one of them, not his children. It's hard to believe. But he'd walk in with two women on his arm. He'd walk <laughs> up and go, where's my money? they go, what? I want my money before I take the stage. They said, well, we don't have $10,000 in cash. He goes, 10000 I I said, 20000 oh, So they had to go to the bank and get twenty grand in cash or he wouldn't go on stage. Jesus. Right. That is kind of a, I can't say it, <laughs> a blank move. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, Chuck was not a very pleasant guy. He just wasn't. A hell of a talent, though. He's very, very talented, but it is what it is. I just, uh, we just found out something great about Rachel's life. That's, yeah. That's your, your, is it your fiancé, yeah. right? Is a firefighter. He is. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and and when he comes on the road with me, and I was just telling them when he they love the fires. So when he he gets upset when he misses a fire, so he has a little app on his phone where he tracks all the fires in New York, and he's like, "Babe, I just missed a beautiful job. Look at this job. <laughs> Gorgeous fire, fire on all floors, private dwelling. A private oh, I could have knocked through some good walls here. Oh, yeah. They yeah. like to bang that. They like to take that. It's oh, called yeah. the jaws of life. A... Bang up the walls. Yeah. Uh, college roommate who's a he just retired as a fireman he said the last thing you want is us in your house uh-huh. yeah that's true because oh yeah said, they don't. demolish everything he says don't oh. he said now if you want a new kitchen yeah we're the guys that bring in because he said <laughs> start a grease kitchen. fire and we'll knock down everything yeah. for you we're not when trying we to save first, the cabinetry when we were first dating i was locked i locked myself in my house because my um my apartment, because my doorknob wasn't working, and I kept asking him to fix it for me, which I know I could have done myself, but I don't like to do things like that. And yeah. anyway, so I called him up, and I'm like, I, I locked myself in. The doorknob fell off, and I was supposed to do some show at Sirius. And uh, he's like, don't worry, babe. I'll send some guys over. They'll be right over. And uh, in, in three minutes, there was like four <laughs> aggressively, men. Yeah, aggressively hot firemen. Like One of them looked like JFK Jr. I missed them so much. When they left, I was like aching. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not done with this at all. But they brought like an axe and they axed through my my door and um I called the super because I had tried it before he hadn't picked up and he's like what are you doing he's always screaming at me the super but he calls me princess in the middle oh. of the and he's like what's wrong with your princess <laughs> and I, I'm like well I don't know it's locked inside he goes those guys are demolishes they demolish everything inside you even care about this building I'm like sir they are American heroes that's right how dare you so is your fiance Italian. He's um no he's half Irish half Colombian I mean he grew up in Brooklyn he doesn't speak Spanish you know yeah. but he's so it was either Irish or Italian though they have yeah. to be to qualify you have to be either Irish or Italian to be a firefighter he's Peter Brennan and he's got a bunch of Brennan firemen before him. <laughs> there you yeah. go there's a bunch of Brennan firemen That's, yeah it's phenomenal so he was not involved in. No, he came on after 9-11. Good. Yeah, he yeah. came on after 9-11. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's um, it's kind of, they're kind of like comics in a way, firemen, because oh, they, yeah. they, they have this weird place. They live a couple nights a week, just kind of like we have our tables and we all huddle around together and then normal people walk up to the table and they, we call them like civilians or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's kind of exactly. that same thing. This like weird insular world. They live in this dumb house together. I mean, it can't be good to have these men alone no, in this house no. for that many hours. They don't get like smarter there. For sure. Well, they don't. 
let them drink anymore either. Back in the old days. I know. Days. They used to go in and like, he, they would be like, his uncle would be like, yeah, we used to be able to grab a cold beer out of the fridge when it came into a fire. I'm like, it's probably better that you don't do that anymore. Okay. Probably but, better that you don't drink at the fire. Yeah, they would yeah. be like wildly drunk fighting fires in the 70s. Just hammered. Does he like, does he like shows like wrong? Chicago Fire? Does he like TV shows about No, fire? I mean, he like, he says so, they're yeah. ridiculous. They're you ridiculous. know, he's like, people will be talking as they're going in the fire. Like, they'll be right. chatting as if you could ever do that. So? You know, you can't even see. He's like, you don't have visibility to like. Right. Yeah, but they're having like a like a, just a wacky chat about the weekend as they're strolling in yeah, a fire. I, I think weird. he thinks it's kind of silly, but you know, he doesn't get offended by it. He just thinks it's kind of hysterical. But in yeah. the beginning, when we first started dating, um, I remember like I asked him, I was like, "Can you ever bring me in a fire?" Knowing this was like the dumbest thing I'd ever <laughs> asked out loud. Come on, I just wanted to ask it. You know, when you know this is a completely unacceptable, <laughs> foolish, foolish question. I'm like, "Can you bring me in a fire sometime?" And he was like, sure. Like, you just said, okay. You know, like, I, we hadn't slept together yet, so that might have been part of why he was like, absolutely, whatever you need. You Come know? on. And he was like, yeah, I'm sure we could work something out or whatever. <laughs> and then he kept saying that, so I told everybody, I'm like, yeah, he's going to bring me in a fire. They're like, no, no, he's just no way. No. <laughs> Legally, he obviously can't bring you anywhere near a fire. But no, he's like, he's sure, sure. You can maybe do a ride along, maybe. <laughs> right? Maybe? I think, yeah, I mean, the they've let me ride in the rig before. Oh, they have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they have? I spent a lot of time in firehouses now half my life is just like being a firewife and then i do stand up yeah so oh. firewife and <laughs> yeah. stand up yeah i go to That's these great. dances yeah. like these firemen dinner dances and yeah. Oh, stuff yeah, yeah. and yeah it's the a softball games against the police all that stuff exactly oh yeah, yeah. it's phenomenal yeah he's always like they'll, they'll sometimes people will thank him and they'll be like uh, you know you know what they say new york finest he's like it's bravest like they don't want to be mixed up with the police <laughs> no they don't <laughs> He's like, no, 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 we're the bravest. Oh, it's like they, they got a little God. beef there. It's yeah. kind of fun. Oh, yeah. They, they play hockey against each other. Oh, yeah. It's always a brawl. Really? At some point. The oh, firemen yeah. and, the, and the cops. There's, a, there's always oh, a brawl yeah. at some point doing the game. I wouldn't yeah, want I, to be the person breaking up that fight. Yeah, my neighborhood where I grew up, uh, I would guess half the guys became firefighters. They just they really wait. Where did you grow up? In North Minneapolis, oh, right, okay. right up here. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty urban neighborhood. You know what yeah. I mean? But they, it just there was kind of a natural thing. But those guys, being in a different generation than you, those guys could drink, man. Oh yeah. Woo! It was unbelievable. It's like you can really drink that much and still breathe. Oh yeah, I mean, Seriously. he he when he started when he started, I think he would go out for more wild nights. But now when you climb the ranks, you can't be that drunk and right, moron right. because they, you're their you're their boss. <laughs> so now he doesn't drink like that. But there are guys on the force where it's like, I saw one of his buddies. Every time I see him, he's kind of slowly falling, just falling forward. <laughs> and then he's one of those guys. Whenever you see him during the day, he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry." Like he just has to constantly apologize because he knows he's, he's done like some unspeakable thing the night right. before. He's like, "Hey, whatever I did the other night." And I'm like, well, you softly kind of face raked me in front of your wife and then fell over. Well. But uh, he had like a full roll of toilet paper just falling out the back of his pants. <laughs> and they're all just like, yeah, what are you going to do? You know? But, uh, oh, that's now they, so he's the guy that's going to rescue you. Uh, I'm not sure if that instills confidence. Exactly. And now since he's a boss, he can't, he can't be like a young moron anymore. You that know? makes sense. But I think he grew, he grew out of those days. But it's funny because like. Because, like, I'll watch them. They salute him sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we went to some fireman dinner dance, and, and I told everybody, like, we, he's t everybody's congratulating us and getting engaged. And I kept telling everybody that he said I had to lose 25 pounds for the wedding just to, just to like, <laughs> see what people would say, you know? And I'm like, yeah, he says I have to lose 25 pounds. Like, do you think I can do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, kind of, I'm thinking everybody's going to, like, laugh or, you know, or maybe, like, I'm half fishing for a compliment yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> This one guy was like, listen, he's like, whatever, you know, he says, and I respect the rank personally. I like a bigger woman. Like, I like a thicker woman. <laughs> he's like, personally, I like hips. That's my so, thing, but I got to respect the rank. Right over oh, the guy And then so he, he shared like a Weight Watchers app, and he's like, this is how me, you know, I like your body. I'm like, it's not at all how I thought this joke was going to land. Well, you can let him know he missed a tragic fire a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah, what? and it was over in bordering, just a bordering touch of Wisconsin. Oh, oh it, it was touched off by a worker who blew up half a block. Oh, my God, That's no. not good. That's not wow. Good. By the way, Rachel, 
JB's not drunk. He's just tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He looks... You do look a little hammered. Go ahead. He missed his fire. One eye closed. I thought he was lit. Yeah, you did. It, it was fires. in No, it was, it was in Wisconsin. Some, some worker. Some hit. unnamed town? I, I can't remember. Remember which town, but uh, the, just there was a Google. firefighter was killed. Oh, but oh, the, really? the firefighter. Oh, yeah, here we go. Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Sun Prairie, a oh, Madison no. suburb. He, uh, I think, the fireman that was killed wasn't there fighting a fire. He owned oh. a bar oh, in, in that, neighbor, oh, in that neighborhood. God. I did hear about that. A it gas a leak in oh, downtown God. Sun Prairie Tuesday evening. No, it blew up half the block. Well, half the wow. block. It yeah. leveled. It leveled at least two buildings. Man, it's quite and the gas see, leak. Don't be da- well, let's move on. Yeah, she's getting married hear. to this guy. She's getting married. She, she didn't want to hear well, that guy. Yeah, of but thing. the guy was just running a bar. A bar. So yeah, I mean, he yeah. wasn't. Like I said, he yeah. wasn't put, trying to put. Well, he probably was trying at that point. But workers for a private contractor punctured a four-inch gas main oh, and then just like left god. it. Oh god! Mm. Well, that's what happened at Minnehaha Academy too. Yeah, just workers basically. just punctured a gas yeah. main, didn't even notice. Not a good plan, actually. Blew up a school. Okay, I moving on to it. other things with a firefighter's wife and Construction the room. workers <laughs> need to be held more accountable for what they do, I think. Well, that's true. Because it seems like more and more construction workers are, like, breaking something and then no one cares because they're like, oh, well, that happens. It's construction, you know. They but actually do have that attitude, don't they? They sure do. I don't know yeah. why that is. It makes no sense to me whatsoever, but No one can afford a supervisor anymore. In my family, we had a lot of cops and a lot mm-hmm. of criminals <laughs> step, really? my my mother's that so your husband doesn't have any criminals in his family uh not that i know it's of. very unusual yeah. you'll find, sure you'll find all about that somewhere. after the wedding you would love this because when i was a little boy mm-hmm. we, we'd come over for thanksgiving or christmas dinner or something like that and my mother would go okay go in the pantry and I finally found out that all the cops and all the criminals had to put their guns in the pantry, and then she'd lock the pantry. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. Banned guns on I love premises. that the mom runs the family, too, oh, no matter what. Because, like, you know, they talk so Ooh. much trash, but then they're like, she's like, you know where your guns go. I just gave her an accent. I have no idea if that's how she speaks. <laughs> no, I did. It, except her voice kind of sounded like this. <laughs> she did. She had a voice like this. She was a Talk. baller. Tom, what are you doing? Don't do that anymore. Well, yeah. But yeah, her family was like half cops and half criminals. It was really weird. <laughs> That's amazing. But I, you know, that ha- I have a very good friend who used to be a, uh, the chief of police. And his brother was in prison the whole time he's chief of police. It's pretty common, I guess. No, For cops, of, not so much fun. Right, a lot right. of cops become cops because they personally have been... Dis- On the other side. Inconvenienced by crime in the past. I suppose that's true. So they're yeah. like, yeah. I would think it's kind of like that boot camp. They, I have no information, by the way, as I'm going into this sentence. I'm already regretting it. But <laughs> I would think it's kind of like that boot camp where they scream in kids' faces, which I personally oh, have never yeah. thought was like oh, yeah, a yeah, good yeah. tactic. But, right. Oh, like um, But, yeah, like people, people that are unruly scared go towards straight. that kind of. Yeah, scared, scared straight. straight. Right. Like, it's kind of like that's that very regimented, like mm-hmm. now you're in control. You know, either you're completely out of control or you're in complete yeah. control. Like there are two choices or whatever. Sure. Yeah, me, I'm just like, I've never had that feeling of like needing to be like the one in charge. I'm like, I'm like second to last. I'm like good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been like, I need to be in charge and run stuff. I yeah. never, never had to go there because my dad scared us straight. Oh, yeah. Really? Your dad, your dad pretty much your dad's a four. So, Disco Inferno. Well, what did he do? Was it a look? What, what would your dad do that you, where you knew like, all right. Most of the time it was a look. Every once in a while it was a fist. Sure. And, Sometimes it's the song Disco Inferno. Wait, we would play he, Disco he would just Inferno. Play the song? <laughs> That's the best. That I love it. Either a fist or Disco Inferno. Like there's an ocean between those two, a few oceans. We should mention, by the way, that JB's father entered battle when he was 14 years old. No way! Yeah. Oh my God! He was entered a gold battle? glove boxer up to that point, and uh-huh. then he That's so lied, cool. a, lied a about his age with his parents' help to get into the Army and fight in the Korean War. As if they didn't know he was 
four. You can tell it's so fourteen versus eighteen. Was I mean, he a big hey, black kid? don't crack, like, man. It don't oh, look old. Can I see a picture of this? It just sounds really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Foxer know if I even have makes, one. Forces himself into the military at fourteen. Like you know, he was jacked. <laughs> That's true. Well, he was... I like to think he looked young for his age, and they were just like, whatever, fine. <laughs> You're what eight? Sure. And he didn't even lie, right? They let him come in at fourteen. Or did he no, lie? no, he had you, to lie get out, you had to lie because you, oh, can, had to lie. you can get in at 16, 16 with yeah. your parents, yeah. uh, with your, your parents, parents okay. consent or whatever. Right, consent. So him and his parents lied about his age. 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. The double lie. <laughs> um, B, B kept them under control, though. They actually grew up together and knew each other from kindergarten all the way up. And got married at oh, that's 18. That's cool. JB's mother really? was phenomenal. Oh, I love those kinds of stories. Oh, JB's mother, B, was terrific. And she wore, you know, you picture a woman named B wearing a hat. She wore those hats. <laughs> of course. She did. Remember that? She always wore those hats. That looked did like it match a match her outfit? Was she funny? Huh? Was she funny? Yes. Yeah. She didn't drink. Only, she only drank and smoked when there was company. Uh-huh. Really? Like I mean, a pack of cigarettes would last her almost two years. <laughs> well, Pretty stale, by <laughs> yeah, a year or two. But we need to take a break here. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. Rachel's in studio tonight at Acme, 8 and 10.30. Tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. Totally covered. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard, here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now, 651-748-4477, or visit them online at drivewithpriority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Well, he died the year after my mother. Little, little Richard. I love Little Richard. It's all true. It's an extra $10,000. I used to love the fact that when he would appear on the Johnny Carson show and Don Rickles was on the same show, he'd call him Don Wrinkle. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Don Wrinkle. <laughs> I think he did it on purpose, but, you know, it all works out in the end. So, Rachel, things are good. We found out you're getting married. Congratulations. You're an upstanding citizen. Make a wife of myself. So do you You live in one of the boroughs? Or I live you, in Brooklyn, yeah. You live in Brooklyn. Yeah. See, that's totally Everybody lives different. in Brooklyn now. Nobody lives in Manhattan anymore. I, I mean, I lived in the Upper West Side and um, and just moved in with him. You know, I still miss the Upper West, though. I like it. It's yeah. all just like old Jews and families, and I find it oddly comforting. Yeah. You know, no hipsters. It's but, like 80s New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we lived at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue for... The oh, that's year. a great area. Oh, I loved it. Oh, Absolutely that's a lovely loved. area. The 10th Avenue Deli was right that's a few blocks down. and mm-hmm. No, it was it was. It was terrific. Actually, my next door, or our next door neighbor was Joan Jett, but I never saw her. I always saw her brother, but never her. She was that's never so there. so funny. My friend was just telling me he was going to like her concert in New York this weekend. I think oh, yeah. It was this yeah. weekend or next weekend. Yeah. I, she had not one time did I ever see her in her own apartment. Her brother was always there, but she was never there. Well, she's, she's probably, probably always on the road. Yeah. yeah or probably. she came in at three o'clock in the morning and didn't leave until two. Kicked off her boots. That is true. <laughs> exactly. but, uh, yeah. We, we absolutely loved New York. Living in New York was great. Living in Manhattan. I remember I used to have, I used to be roommates with um, this comic, Sherrod Small. And uh, mm-hmm. Tony Rock, and we used to have a uh, 
we would run up this bill at the deli and, and, and we would take we would take York Avenue so we didn't have to walk past the deli so the deli guy wouldn't ask us for a bill. You know? That's good. And then it would get weird. It would be like 80, 90 and then I'm like, I'm hungry in the morning and I'm like, I can't go because I can't pay the deli bill. Yeah. And I was nannying at the time so I'd go around the back and then, but I, I and then eventually we would pay it but I loved that about New York. Like that was crazy to me because in Bethesda yeah. where I grew up, like you can't run a bill at a deli, you know? No. They would just kind of harangue no. you. They'd be like, come on, you know, whenever I pass, like, where's the money? But then, you know. I just realized that you're the one who bankrupted Carnegie. Way to go. <laughs> I used to love going to the Carnegie Deli. Oh, my God. I love that place. Oh, my God. Their corned beef sandwich is amazing. It's hard to actually shit. stuff it in your face because it's so high. It's true. Yeah. It was very it's true. It's the best. But I love sitting at those picnic tables. Yeah. And you have to edit this part out. My parents, okay, my parents always ready. get on the phone together and ask me what I ate in every town. <laughs> <laughs> Was it any good? She's like, your mom's coming on the phone. Sweetheart, what, did you have any corned beef? Did they have corned beef there? Yeah. And they love they loved Carnegie Deli. But they want to both get on the phone and hear if I had barbecue or a corned sure, beef sandwich. Sure, sure. Well, there's a place here called Mort's. Yeah. And they import Carnegie Deli corned beef. Yep. So if you want it, they, oh, we do have it. Yeah, that's good to know. Oh, Howie, Howie and Karen are going to be very excited. The first time I was ever in Carnegie Deli, I was sitting there at one of those long tables. and Everybody just sits wherever. You know, you yeah. don't have your own table and stuff. And Henny Youngman walked in. No way. Oh, yeah. It was oh unbelievable. This is 1981, probably. Something like that. Henny Youngman walks in, and one of the, one of the servers, she had very large breasts. That's part of the story. She wa- he walks in and she up and says, yeah, yeah. He, she walks up and he goes, well, how are you today, Mr. Youngman? He goes, honey, your tits are showing. <laughs> <laughs> he just threw it right at her. It's like, okay, well. It was, but it was kind of like old, it was like a Woody Allen movie. Right, I mean, right, it really right, was. Right. It was like he being was doing a Woody it for the joke, yeah. Oh, God, it was wonderful. Yeah, that, so which deli did you stiff? Um, well, this was like a smaller deli. It wasn't the likes of Carnegie Deli. It was just kind of like the corner store, which they call, you know, oh, yeah, call yeah, the yeah, deli okay, in yeah. New York. But like, yep. yeah, I just run up a tab for whatever we needed. And then eventually we would, you know, wrangle the money together. But I just, it was almost loving how they would just scream at us until we finally <laughs> brought it. I, thought, I saw it as love. Hey, I received it. The only problem is, is that you live in New York and you make a lot of money and you're young. That's not a safe place to live. I no. loved it, but if you have money and a lot of time on your hands, yeah. not necessarily good. No, no, no way. Yeah, there's a lot to blow. And a lot of, like, I mean, there's a lot to lose, too, you oh, know? yeah. Luckily, I didn't have rich parents, because if you come there with the rich parents with extra money to blow, you could just, yeah, yeah you can get messed up real fast. One of my favorite, the but. first time I was at, just before we moved to New York, I, I flew in to do some voiceover. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, look at you! He's taking pictures. Oh, are you sending, are you sending this so to a firefighter? Heinous. It's not heinous. No, but you know, it's always the one where I'm lunging or making some jarring expression. So I was just, just I'll for those you of you at you home, take... I'm just preparing here. I have to tell you, we for those a... of you boys overseas, thank you for your service. <laughs> yes, exactly. Make her look great. Okay, make her look great now, Andy. <laughs> Got to make her look great. Not sure if Andy, the lighting in here can make anybody look great, but but we have a friend. Her name is Sarah Osgard, mm-hmm. and she's a very attractive woman. But for some reason, she took a picture with her friend, and honest to God, she looks just like this. Yeah, she's got her. She's got the triple chin thing <laughs> going. Which she, like. does, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. have a fat neck, but for some reason, her head looks right. Back. <laughs> That's always the one. And I'm sorry, but a lot of guys don't know, so they, they're just like, "What? What's wrong with it?" I'm oh, like, "No, God. that's an active disaster. <laughs> it cannot be posted anywhere. Give me your camera." Yeah, like, and I'm gonna have to frantically untag one on Facebook, and I'll see this awful angle later. <laughs> So you grew up in Bethesda, Maryland? I grew up in Bethesda, yeah. And when did you move to New York? When I was 17, I moved with this guy and his band. I can't say the name of the band on um, air, but... Why not? Uh, Is it the with, Beatles? It rhymes with Rip Sister. Okay. Oh, okay, yes. Okay. So anyway, um, I moved with him and his band at 17. Really smart life choice. <laughs> and yeah. He dumped me like almost as soon as we moved. Oh, yeah. And I had made oh. this big deal about moving to New York, and everybody Could've gave me like that. a send-off party, oh, and then no. I got dumped almost as soon as I arrived. And I wasn't expecting the dumping. Usually you can feel a dumping, like yeah. kind of collecting like Why are you looking at me when you say yeah. that? Well, because I felt like I'm trying to look around the table. I mean, he's completely ignoring me, but I feel like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it's our son, Andy. But, uh, I'm yeah, Andy getting your picture care. ready for the 
internet. Can I choose one in a little bit? <laughs> no, okay. If you're on it, I trust you. you I'm won't. not afraid of a filter, Andy. Lie. <laughs> Create a lot. All the airbrushes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every All trick. that stuff. Um, uh. But wait, what was I answering? Sorry. Uh, moved to New York. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then he dumped 17. me. I was eating a bagel. I didn't expect the dumping at all. And I was really enjoying that bagel. I always remember that bagel because he walked up. He's like, yeah, this isn't working out. I'm like, I just got here. What are you kidding? Dump me now. And then he kind of undumped me. But I had to find some place to live. I'm, I moved in with this Bengali family that I met on the Greyhound. I'm not exaggerating any aspect of this story. Oh, my God. I was crying over the guy. And that woman next to me, I'll never forget. She was like, don't ever cry over a man. You should never cry. It's not worth it. <laughs> and she was very sweet. She goes, you come to live with me. She goes, don't worry. Don't cry over some garbage man. Come to live with me. <laughs> like, we'll have a good life together. Oh, she said, you come live with me. We will take yoga in the mornings. We will take marmalade. I remember how she said that. And I was like, yeah, I want to take yoga and take marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> take marmalade. She was like, we'll have a nice life. Don't cry over this man, please. This is nonsense. And I did. I, I was like, oh, yes. I'm in. I want to take marmalade. I want to take yoga. And I moved in with her. And so I lived with her and her family. And I didn't have any friends in New York. So, and I wasn't going to college because I was a terrible student. So I just took, um, I would wear like a saris and I would just go to oh, their yeah. Bengali functions with them. And yeah, they're pretty good to me. And we next, took a lot of marmalade. Our next door neighbor <laughs> is from India. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great, when he built the house, he came mm-hmm. over and said, Tom, I got to tell you that I'm a very private person. I said, that's good, because so am I. <laughs> He's been a phenomenal neighbor, just a Aww. great neighbor. Yep, we just wave the cars. <laughs> he made a lot of money in electronics, and he does very, very well. But he, he opened a temple. He has, what, two temples in town? I think he? so. That mm-hmm. he built himself. So we, he, Tom, take Catherine, come over to the, the temple. We're going to just, it's not open yet, but we're going to have a, a celebration. I said, okay. We walk in, there's a bonfire going in the room. Mm. It's like, you're going to want to vent that. Uh, Madhu, you probably want to get some venting for that. <laughs> Honestly, guys, remember that? This gigantic fire is burning. I'm like, what everywhere. You and there was no... No. No. Well, then all of a sudden no they bring in this gigantic, you know, the little things that kids crawl through, those little... <laughs> You know, they're on this, you know, those tunnels. Right. And all of a sudden, they bring in this gigantic tunnel-looking thing. And now we're going to vent this. It's like, maybe that should have been thought of before the fire. And you're an engineer, so this is a little scary. Yeah, an engineer, so you might want to consider that. But one of the great things was, so I'm meeting all these people from India that, mm-hmm. that he has over there. And one guy was talking to me. He was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he realized who I was. Because not all people like me, I will tell you that, Rachel. Really? I didn't no. make it enemies. It's hard to believe. No, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. But they, went... could, they could speak to my fist, but go ahead, keep going. <laughs> but honest to God, he goes, so yeah, is it a very nice thing? Oh, that's you? <laughs> and he kind of just walked away. <laughs> Gee, well, thanks so much. I feel much better about myself now that you just oh, walked yeah. away. <laughs> right in the middle of the conversation. I'm, oh, it's just... We're guests of the owner of this temple. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it should be nice to us. Built this. It's unbelievable that you would do something like oh, that. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Are there, are there amazing people, though? People from India or... Where, Bangladesh, there's a, there's yeah, Bangladesh, which is like right or, near there, yeah. They're just wonderful people in general. They just kind of—they were so good to me. They just took me into their family, and I needed a family at that moment, clearly, and I needed some guidance, or I was just going to keep moving in with bands. But uh, (laughs) I mean, thank God for those lovely bands. And they would just—you know—we would just—we lived together like a family for a few years. How did you know her? I met her on the Greyhound bus. Oh, literally on the (laughs) bus. On the bus. That's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. She shared her bagel with me, and. I was crying. I was like trying to cry in the corner, you know, like breakup cry. And uh, <laughs> she asked me some questions. She told me to stop my nonsense, to come take some marmalade. I was absolutely into that offer. And that was it. Yeah. And we still keep in touch. Yeah. Now um, she, she lives in India and her daughters live in London. But we all just kind of, that was like my family for a while in New York. And That's I would fantastic. run, you know, around and sit and do open mics and all that. But I would come home to the Bengalis, to my nice warm Bengali home. Much, much warmer with the guy in his band who kept kind of taking me back and then redumping me but oh god yeah. uh, the final many... dump took i hate him yeah he was not nice <laughs> was he a lot older than you 
He was. He was like seven years older than me. He was wait. It was it shouldn't. I don't think it was legal. Actually, now that I think about it, now that I'm doing the math. But um, <laughs> he, all these years he, later, <laughs> he emailed me like years later. Like he saw me on Last Comic Standing, and he sent me this long email. Like I know I did dub you a lot of times. He didn't put it that way, but something to that effect. And he's like, I'm really sorry. And do you want to get coffee? No. No. No, no we don't on. want to get coffee. It was too many dumps. You know what you should do? You should have the firefighter beat the hell up. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Yeah, all of a sudden, six burly firemen all show up this at guy his door. just shows up and kicks his ass for him, and he doesn't know why. He has no we idea. We smell smoke. He just trash his place. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, somebody called 911. Axes to the cupboards. I like it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and you could walk in at the beginning and go, see what happens? The funny thing is, he's not jealous at all. My fiance is such a dumb word; it's really hard for me to say without sounding completely obnoxious. But I can't just say something French in the middle of a normal sentence. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, he's not. Like I've been with jealous guys, but he's not. It's interesting. Like. He just gets such a kick out of comedians, and he's such a good laugher. Yeah. So he just kind of loves the world. But I can come home at any weird, unacceptable hour, you know, and he just he gets a kick out of the life, which is nice. One of his buddies actually, like, left me this long message, drunken message, one of his firemen that works for him or whatever. He got my number because when he was promoted to captain, he had to go up on the stage, and I needed somebody to sit with to watch the ceremonies. So I was like, hey – here, my buddy Michael said with you, just so you know, he's kind of a lunatic, but whatever. So they, later that night, I get a missed call at 4 a.m. And the message is like, hey, it's Mike. I'm going to steal you from Pete and convert to Junius. <laughs> <laughs> then, That's a good point. He works in rescue, which they call going blue for rescue. You know, mm. He's like, I'm in rescue. We're going to have little blue babies. <laughs> Forget Pete. <laughs> He's so, like, we don't need Pete. We're going to make little blue babies. I love Jews. And then he just hung up. I love Jews. Okay. And I played Pete the message in the morning. I'm like, well, I got an interesting message for your buddy Mike. He's like, oh, Jesus. I'm sure he doesn't remember a word of that. And the funny thing is he probably will never mention it to him. You know what I mean? Really? Like, he, he just... I doubt it because he's probably just like, what are you going to do? This guy has, I'm sure, think no he recollection just of you. want to give him crap, yeah. though. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. So the, 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 the nuptials. Yes. Are we going to go Jewish or what are we going to go Catholic? Um, no, or? Tom Papa, that comedian, is I marrying us. I love Tom us. Papa. Yeah. You yeah. know what? He mentioned that to me because Tom and I are good friends as well. Yes, I love Tom. I love Tom. He's one of the greatest guys. He he needs to get another TV show every yeah. six months. Yeah. I mean, Tom, no, I loved. As a matter of fact, Tom Papa, I get a call one day from Jim Gaffigan. Uh-huh. And, you know, he just calls me and goes, hey, I want to be on your, I want to be on your, uh, your afternoon show. I said, yeah, I'll go. absolutely. He goes, yeah, Tom Papa said he just, he, he loved being on there. I mean, that's, Tom Papa is the nicest guy And in the he world. wouldn't say that, Tom, because, you know, unless he really had a great time. That's a nice thing. He's the kind of guy well, you want to impress. Yeah. Because he's like, he's, he, he really strikes that balance of being like a, an absolute gentleman and funny at the same time. Oh, that's why I know he's going to do a good job with the wedding. Like, he won't be, yep, yep. he'll just be that, the right amount. Like, he'll sprinkle it with, like, a little filth, perhaps, but, you know, not <laughs> too much. Yeah, a little yeah. Yeah, yeah. This hour went by way filth. too quick. Why did this hour go by so fast? Because you're having fun. Well, so next time you're in I'm so town. happy here. Well, that's how it should I want to move in with you like the Bengalis. I want to start a life together. <laughs> Well, if Pete we'll dumps have you, a different jam. Pete dumps you, you, just give us a call. Rachel, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having you. me. Tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30 at Acme, one of the greatest comedy uh, stores in the entire United States. Or the world, Well, let's probably. just say universe. Probably the world. Just universe, universe yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Tom Bernard.